Hello and welcome to In The Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by Sports Bear. Well, this is it, the big one, the Premiership Decider, the Grand Final Special Edition. I'm Jay Clark, and two men who can't wait to get stuck into this one, the Pies versus the Lions, Nathan Brown and Steve Johnson. Hello, boys. What about the weather this week, Stevie J? 28 on Saturday. You've got to go back to 2015 when it was over 30, and before that, 1987, it got to 33 as well, so a warm one. And 2008 was pretty warm for you blokes. Well, you'd have to think that that suits the Lions, doesn't it, given the hot conditions up uh, up north, so one little factor maybe that could be a, a one or two percenter for them. They'll be accustomed to the heat, you're right, Stevie. Hey, uh, been a big week for injury stories. Jack Payne, a uh, race against time, obviously, for Brisbane, and heartache for Taylor Adams, uh, Collingwood, with that um, hamstring issue. Devastated as he walked off the track on uh, Wednesday, 2011. There was no bigger grand final story than you with that knee. Dislocated the kneecap, Stevie. There were helicopters circling it in your park as you did your fitness test on Friday. How many pain-killing injections? Did you actually? Yeah, I didn't record? love the attention, Nath, when the choppers were flying <laughs> over training <laughs> sessions just didn't. to see if I got through. But I had four pain-killing injections just to get through the Ooh. fitness test. But then I still had to wake up the next day, and it was yeah. pretty sore the next day. So another four injections about an hour before the game, and I didn't uh, make that decision to play until an hour before. I had to tell my best mate Shannon Burns put the uh, put the suit back on, mate. I'm heading out. It would have been a Poor big Bertie. Poor old Bernsey, but I reckon Jackson Payne will get up. I mean, there's modern medicine that uh, can do yep. amazing things. Big relief for you, Stevie. Hey, uh, Brownie, we often have some fun, and we admire. Oh, do we? Yeah, we admire the. Doesn't seem like it's fun when it's going at me. <laughs> admire the shininess of your forehead a lot. In fact, uh, we don't need to use the mirror here for our makeup and hair, etc. We just have to look at you, and we get the reflection. <laughs> and um, this lobbed up on the Brownie's podcast throughout the week. Jonathan Brown and Campbell Brown said this about you, and I really liked it. There's allegations, and again, I don't know, semi-independent investigations. No. Nathan Brown got a clearance to take Vanessa Ride really? whilst he was playing. So, yeah. Wow. Did he um, go also get, a clear, get a clearance to get his foreign <laughs> <laughs> made over? Have you seen Nathan <laughs> Brown's forehead? Botox. Mate, it, it, it's more than Botox. Yeah, it's so mate, much. Absolute, mate, it's, it's worse than <laughs> Sammy Newman's. But he had his wow. Day. wow. Don't worry, mate. They have stretched the back. <laughs> Is what, what do you do to your forehead? I think it's time to come clean on your forehead, Brandy. Because Must be this a good, good moisturiser. It's just moisturiser. <laughs> I have not. And Jonathan Brown, he looks like he's been stung by a thousand bees, Jonathan Brown. <laughs> no amount of Botox is going to fix that head. That's a... That's a bit. That's a. That's a nice clip. But, yeah. uh, good you're man, Brownie. You're still avoiding the question, though, well, aren't you? Like, you didn't, didn't get something in there. It's a bit of, bit of a. No. Nah, what are they called? Bobo. Is that no, what they call? Not at all. Days? Not at all. Okay, we'll it's keep. All we'll keep chipping away at that Chris chat on that as well. Right, it's time to straighten up for Are You Sure? Stevie J, what about Lockie Neal throughout the week? And now a dual Brownlow medalist. It begs a question. Are you sure Lockie Neal ranks alongside some of the great Brisbane midfielders? Voss, Lappin, Black, Akamanis. Are you sure he's up in that company? I think he's uh, not too far away. If I had that list, I'd probably have him at fifth on that list. Mm-hmm. I think those players are just a, 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 a rung above him. But to win two Brownlow medals, yep. I mean, you come away from your career... Uh, a number of best and fairest. If he can cap it off with a premiership yeah. or maybe two by the end of his career, uh, that puts him up with the all-time elite players. He'll be busy on Saturday. Hey, Brownie, are you sure Mason Cox has been more impactful in the Collingwood ruck than Darcy Cameron in September? I think he's been had a good September, Mason Cox. Um, Darcy Cameron's been OK as well, but I see that as their vulnerability this weekend. Really? Big Oscar McInerney. Mm. He, when, when they played against him in round four, they didn't have a ruckman and he dominated. So he's dominated two times they played the Pies this year. 
that's their Achilles heel going into this game, their big, ruck department. Big role in that department. Hey, Stevie J, are you sure Isaac Quainor should get first crack at Charlie Cameron on Saturday? Or is it Braden Maynard? I think it's uh, it's Quainor. I think um, Charlie Cameron is the man that could ignite the Brisbane Lions early in this game. We know he hits the scoreboard. Um, if you can take away his influence, it puts a, a, a lot of pressure on the likes of Joe Danaher uh, and the key forwards down there. He's a barometer, no doubt about that. Hey, uh, Browning, are you sure North Melbourne's draft assistance package was too generous? This was a big story throughout it the It seemed pretty generous, didn't it? Um, am I sure that it's too generous? I'm, I'm going to sit on the fence on that Three one. They, first round they still have to make the most of it, um, and they got themselves in this position because some of the decisions they made. But I listened to Gil McLaughlin talk about it, and he made sense for the reasons why. He gave it, um, so I'm going to side on the side. I'm going to go on the side of North Melbourne. Three first round picks. Clubs are furious at that. There's no doubt about it. Hey Stevie J, are you sure Errol Goulden, who flew home in the Brownlow Medal, is the Sydney Swans' best player? I think he is, Jay. Um, and I said to you guys earlier in the year, I watched him as a 16 year old training at the Sydney Swans, and I knew he was going to be something special, and he proved that. We seen with the Brownlow Medal voting late in the year, he absolutely dominated. Yep. Uh, he uh, covers the ground as well as anyone in the AFL and he's damaging by foot. So him on the outside for them, mm -hmm. and if I was making an argument for one other, Chad Warner's going to finish his career as a three or four time All-Australian. What a duo that is. Hey, uh, Nathan Brown, are you sure Rowan Marshall was the unluckiest player in the AFL in the Brownlow medal count? Only three votes. How is that the case? And that was a three-vote game as well, I believe, for Rowan Marshall. He should have got more. I thought that at least he was probably best on three times. Yep. I, I watched a lot of the Saints games this year and he was enormous. So they were talking about all Australian. I thought he almost pipped Tim English at the end of the year. So extremely unlucky that the umpires didn't get him. Hey, uh, Stevie J, are you sure Charlie Kerno's reputation was damaged after a quiet September? He failed to fire on the big stage. Yeah, I think he'd be disappointed, but I don't think it hurts his reputation. He's still a Coleman medalist. We know he's a superstar of the competition. We know that Carlton's probably going to get back up there again next year. He'll have that fire in the belly. Um, and I'm confident that at some stage, he will have a big final series if he's to help Carlton go all the way. You know, they used to question Darren Jarman in the early days about his impact in big games really? and grand finals. Turned that around and he was the ultimate player in 97, 98, my first two grand finals as a supporter, he just... Um, Took him by the uh, scruff so of the Charlie neck. Charlie can he? bounce back. Turned it on like that, Brownie. Hey, our last one. Are you sure Dylan Shield would be a good pickup for St Kilda? I'm curious about this. Uh, he's got the leg speed, Dylan Shield, on the outside, and that's exactly what they need. Do they need another player who's not as sure by foot? And that's the big question you've got to mark, ask with Dylan Shield because yep. he's not a leak kick. He's he's an average kick at best. So the leg speed, yes, but the use, no. Going to be one to watch. Hey, it's time to get stuck into this big grand final. Collingwood versus Brisbane Lions, probably been the two best uh, sides of the year. I want to start with you, Nathan Brown, with your key matchup. Charlie Cameron casts a big shadow after over this game. He does. So let's start with this one. This is Charlie Cameron up against Isaac Quainan. He's kicked 10 goals against them in two games this year. So six of the Gabba and then four. And Quainer has been on him for various parts of that. Isaac Quainer, this is what he does in one-on-one -on -one contests in 2023. So he's had 29 one-on-one mm. -on -one contests in his defensive 50. Wow. He's conceded one mark wow. in that time. That and right? he's lost five contests. Um, I couldn't drill down how many contests were lost to a certain player, but I reckon a few of them were lost to Charlie Cameron when they played at Marvel. So you let him get out the back, and he's gone. He's so Charlie Cameron, you cannot let him out the back. So if you're going to go, you've got to go and you've got to take the ball with you. And that's the, the mistake Quainer made when they played at Marvel Stadium. Let him out the back too much, but that is a huge 
huge deal in this game. And I think Isaac Quain would have learned from his mistakes of the past. And I reckon he can get him. Extraordinarily good record. Uh, IQ, Stevie J, you want to have a look at a, another Brisbane forward? Yeah, I'm going to have a look at uh, a key position matchup here. So I think this uh, matchup could decide the game. I know, we know how good Darcy Moore is at coming off and intercepting and helping generate some attack for Collingwood. But Joe Danaher, he's had a pretty consistent final series so far. We have a look at these last uh, five yeah. or six games here. He's hitting the scoreboard. He's getting up over 10, 15 possessions each game. So um, I think if Joe Danaher can have a game where he maybe comes up and has 15 possessions, kicks five goals, he could be the Norm Smith medalist. He could be. Mm -hmm. But he's got to beat Darcy Cameron, and uh, sorry, Darcy Moore, and not allow him to come off and help out in the air and then help Collingwood generate that attack. It's, a, it's going to be a big deciding factor that Anyone one. kicks five in this, Granny, it's a Norm Smith. This is going to be a tough game to be able to hit multiple goals, three. Three's a big game. I think, I think it'll be Joe high Denner. scoring. If you get five, I think that's massive. Yeah, high-scoring game. They they like to they both like to attack. They like speed on the footy. We know that we know that um, in the past the finals have been lower scoring, but these two teams are going to go at each other and back themselves um, to, to win that. Collingwood's sort of two finals have been very low scoring. Yeah, and McStay out. So I think that's a big question mark. Two big questions in this game, right? Does Collingwood's offensive game click into gear because it's been going only average? And can the Lions? handle the MCG. They're the two deciding factors. Well, I don't think they can allow Jordan to go to run around and do his own thing. Um, Who goes uh, to it? Personal best clearances last week. It, ha it has to be Josh Dunkley. So Josh Dunkley goes to the bigger body play. Did a great yeah. job on Paddy Cripps, as we know. But Dugowie's so powerful out of stoppages and he can get multiple chains. So if you're looking at either him or Nick Dacos, I'm going to tag mm. Jordan Dugowie in the final. I'm going to mm. tag him in the grand final over Dacos. Playing the MCG, and it's not, Stevie. Actually, it's not even a tag. He just does it so well. He plays on the stoppages, yeah. and then Dunkley gets back the other way. So Brisbane defend really well on the skinnier ground. We know they play so well at the Gabba and at Marvel, right? The MCG is a different beast that's wider. So you see Collingwood trying to stretch the lines to the edges of the boundary line. Surely that's going to be the way to shift the defence. Yeah, I think they try to win it back um, across their half-back line and then they go, they, they play what they see, Collingwood. If there's an opportunity to go straight back through the middle of the ground, yep. they'll take it. But yep. if not, they'll spread the ground. If, the, if Brisbane aren't able to get out there and defend it, they'll go wide, they'll get those head forward handballs going, they'll want speed on the footy and that's where they'll see vulnerabilities within Brisbane's defence. So I actually do think, even though they haven't had high scoring games in the past couple of weeks, I think this one, they're just going to go at each other. I agree with you, Dunkley's got to go to Goey around the stoppages but then it becomes a transition game and the best team in transition will win the game of footy. Tip? Collingwood just. I'm with Nath. I think Collingwood by uh, less than 18 points. Oh, the Pies lifting the cup on Saturday. Wouldn't that be a massive story? Right, coming up next, we're going to have a look at the Brownlow medal. You've got a bee in your bonnet. Stevie J, I want to get to that next on In the Back Pocket. Brisbane. El Neal. Three votes. And I declare the winner of the 2023 Brownlow Medal, Lockie Neal of the Brisbane Lions Football Club. Yes, Lockie Neal, congratulations. A dual Brownlow medalist did have an outstanding season. We were thinking it was going to be Nick Dacos, Petrarca, Marcus Bonson-Pally. 
Jeez, he's been desperately unlucky, uh, Bont. Deserves a brown, though. He's been superb over his career. But Lockie Neal, do we feel like a deserving winner, boys? Good player, Lockie Neal. Really good player. Um, yep. Errol Goulden came home hard. I thought yep. at one stage it looked like he was going to win it as well. So yep. plenty of chances, and it was a close count, which was good at the end. The issue, Stevie, and you were on that we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, is the brown, though, medal losing its luster a little bit because yeah. there were some curious and quirky polling in this one. Yeah, take nothing away from Lockie Neal, but I think the umpires have got enough on their plate um, uh, umpiring the game. Yeah. Their, their focus is on every single decision. It's very hard to know what's going on in a game. Of I just want to bring up a graphic, mm -hmm. and I think the best judges in the game are the coaches. And that's why I said last week on the show that the coaches' votes is the award that I would like to win. If you look at this graphic here, these are games where players have polled 10 coaches' votes but haven't received a single Brownlow vote. So the coaches are the best adjudicators in the game. They know what's going on. They know which uh, player from the opposition is hurting them. They know everything about what's going on. And both coaches on these occasions have given the player here on screen five votes. Yep. So they've both rated him the best player on the ground, yep. yet the umpires yep. haven't been able to to uh, deliver them yep. one single vote. Which is why you're saying you think the AFL Coaches Association is the most coveted prize in football. The best I think one. it is. The it's sort of like um, the Brownlow medal is the umpire's, the umpire's award. Mm -hmm. The coaches' votes is the coaches' award. And then yep. you've got the AFL Players Association yep. award. I'd like to see somehow um, the voting system change slightly where there's more opinions, where it's not just the guys that are invested yep. in the game of footy, which is hard to do that, both that and know who was best on ground. I like it. I think I like the um, curiousness, I guess, the doubt over it. The human error potentially plays a factor, as we've seen. They just need to have a good look at the stats like we do when we're de deciding the best players when we're covering it in uh, media roles. Right, time for In My Opinion. <clears throat> and I tell you who will be a little bit dirty about the Brownlow medal our outcome, but potentially dirty on himself. Christian Petrarch was on 25 votes with six rounds to go. Yep. He could have won the medal. We know he gets sent forward because Melbourne's got its issues forward. He kicks seven goals, 12, and you boys were both sharpshooters. His goal-kicking accuracy or inaccuracy has cost him the Brownlow medal. Mm. Polled one vote out of his last six games because he was wayward in front of the sticks. Seven goals, 12. We know it had a huge impact on uh, Melbourne's premiership aspirations. They are inefficient forward. They've got to go to school over summer on the goal-kicking. They've got to get you down, Stevie, to help this them. take, but I like it. You that like is that? good. Seven goals, 12. Yep. So you're saying a couple of extra votes, maybe even a one or two, and he's up there. Correct. So he finishes on 26, polls one vote the last six. Not good enough, Christian. Focus on your goal-kicking. I think he can and, uh, on the way through as well. Improve, <laughs> improve it. He looks forward to seeing you down there uh, at training next time, Jay. We love uh, Christian. He out again. And for the record, I would be no help to his goal kicking. You can though, Stevie Wright. It is time for Bacon of the Egg. My bacon, boys, is Harris Andrews. He's had a phenomenal first quarter against Carlton. Did you see yep. the marks floating across the pack? Could have been nine goals beyond. Oh, the defenders don't get another, enough love in modern footy, and he was outstanding, Harris Andrews. My egg, September Club. We all love September Club, don't we, Brownie? But it finishes way too early at 10.30 there, having a couple of beers with the boys after a massive day, and you get, you get hurried out of there too quickly. So I think it needs to stay open. You want to extend it? I'm sure I'll see <laughs> you there, <laughs> late extension of the, uh, of the drinking You know that they do have a little lock-in section for for the uh, 
Explores. The elite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my bacon, and it's in this room. It goes to the man on my left, Steve oh, Johnson. So what for? Not, he won the premiership, obviously, for where Premiership whereas, coach. But he was on a hiding to nothing by taking over this coaching gig. So mm-hmm. straight out of AFL, he goes up, coaches in the country, yeah. takes over a team that's already played off in a grand final the year before. Yes. So everybody expects, it is expected yes. of him to win the premiership. So he's on a hiding to nothing. Anything yep. under that, mm-hmm. and it's nowhere. Failure. It's, everybody expects because he's Steve Johnson. Yep. Uh, Norm Smith Medal, Premiership player, yep. that you do need to win this, yep. but you've still got to go out and win it. So, yep. well done to well you. Done, Thank you, mate. Good effort. Thank I you. reckon the 200k Yarrawonga paid you was good value for money. <laughs> and the paperback. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so you're doing this, Jamie Elliott is my egg this week. He hasn't had a very good final Jamie, series. What? He's your clutch man. He's kicked big goals, but is the grand final his opportunity to go from the bacon or from the egg? To the bacon, but he needs a big grand final. Got your breakfast ingredients yeah. mixed up then, Brady. You go, Stephen J. <laughs> okay, so my bacon is uh, from the Brisbane Lions, Ryan Lester. So Ryan oh. Lester Who? has been a, a man that's been at the Brisbane Lions for a long time. I think about 11 or 12 seasons. He's been dropped 17 times throughout that uh, that time. He's a yep. very popular player yes. and he gets a chance to play in the grand final. So mm-hmm. uh, for all the hard work you need, players like Ryan Lester on your list and it'd be great oh, to see him get his just times. desserts. Yep. 17 times. Yeah. On Saturday. Yeah, so he stuck by it. Okay, my egg for this week goes to the Brisbane Lions MCG record. So if I have a quick look here, uh, out of their last 20 games at the MCG, They've lost 18 of those, and that, that's going to come into a lot of people's predictions, the calculations. Can the Brisbane Lions win a big game against Collingwood at the MCG? We'll have to wait and see. Oh, I like that. Will be a big factor. Can't wait for the bright sunshine, though. Should be an absolute beauty, right? Coming up next, Brownie, yeah. we're going to have a look at the dying moments of Stevie J's. Was it the highlight of your career lifting the cup in the O&M? Uh, for the right Yar- up there. Mighty Yarrawonga Pigeons. Outstanding achievement. We're going to have a look at that next on In the Back Pocket. Yarrawonga lead by four. Muller on the tap to Reese King. Gets around oh, one. Oh. In towards Garland. Garland marks for the Aubrey Tigers. 45 metres out on a slight angle. Garland to the Hannah Street end. Oh, Kicks boy. an absolute shocker to the top of the goal square. Oh, oh. The captain of Yarrawonga. Captain Courageous. Soren. And the coach of the Yarrawonga Pigeons, Steve Johnson. Yarrawonga Premiers. 11-10-76 over the Aubrey Tigers, 10-12-72. Ah, well done, Stevie Johnson. You just win flags, mate. Mm. That's what you do. Your trophy what cabinet's happens? full. You've got three AFL premierships, a Norm Smith medal. I didn't mind the contrary. I thought he was okay. The yeah, great job. Did a good job. It was a bit too unpack. Uh, one of the boys. Uh, I'm not sure what his name is. <laughs> 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 that was Jeff Garlett for the opposition, who had the shot 40 metres out. Yeah. Didn't make the distance. Shanked it, didn't he? It was shocking. And then, but who took the flyer? That's took... our Lee Masters. That's our captain. It's unbelievable that he never played AFL. He's like Tom Stewart. Mm. He played at Williamstown a long he? time ago. Played in a one or two flags with Williamstown. He's got a, he's, he's around the 30 mark right. now. No. But they reckon he's got better with age. Oh, I tell you what, you had to get up because you had the grand final 
parade before the grand final. Have a look <laughs> at this excitement machine. So they've come down the street You're in kidding. Malibu's. What? <laughs> Have a look at the boys there at the back. Have a look, they're just lining the streets the with nobody. I'm in the big come Malibu on, there. Hey, have a look at the big Malibu they gave me the, the two hundred thousand dollar boat to sit in the back of. Is that Wangaratta? That was in the, the main Yarra- street of Yarrawonga. Yeah. yeah, it was a big deal there. Uh, big for the town, Jase. Yeah, big boats. Yeah, good job to get up after that. Very interesting. Well done, Stephen. Right, it is time for pull your head in. We've already spoken about the AFL Brownlow medal, so my pull your head in is for the AFL or pull your head out of the sand because how the umpires don't be given the stats just by champion data, yeah. just a one shirt, there you go. Yep. So Lockie Neal gets the 20 disposals. He shouldn't have voted in that game. So Nick Dacos had 41 in a game, didn't get a vote. Now, for me, the umpires done a really good job. So the top six in the coaches' votes and the Brownlow medal are exactly the same, but just in different orders. But it came down to one game. The one Lockie Neal got the three, he shouldn't have. So the umpires should have the advantage stats. of being with the stats. So Agreed. that's the one change. Yep. So pull your head in the AFL if you don't think that's right. Like it. Very good, Nath. My pull your head in is for uh, a VFL game on the weekend. It was the grand final between the Gold Coast Suns mm. and Werribee. But if we have a look at what happened, I'm not sure who exactly I should give the pull your head in for. But there's a mark taken after the siren or just before the end of the siren has gone. And the Werribee player goes back and he takes a shot. So the Gold Coast player, he wants to get over and celebrate with his teammates. They're all jumping around for joy yeah. over there to the right-hand yeah, side. But the Werribee player goes back. <laughs> he wants one for the stat sheet. It's not to win the game. So pull your head in the bloke that wants the goal on yeah. the stat sheet at the end of the game and the umpire for not allowing the bloke on would the mark to go and yes. celebrate with would the boys. taken the shot? Oh, if it was for four or five. But <laughs> consolation, I'm you, not sure. You definitely would have. My pull your head in, I think this is pretty straightforward, Sam Newman, uh, saying we should in the welcome to the country. It is absolutely ridiculous and no one listens, so I like that. Well, it's time for the pump up. Port Adelaide didn't have a great end of the season. Mm-hmm. I thought one of the great highlights came at the Brownlow Medal with Dan Houston. Mm-hmm. Just the timing of Dan Houston to have the whole glass in his mouth and oh, sculling yes. a champagne. Yes, yes, and yes, anyway, yes. It's, we promote drinking responsibly, but, but I thought it was just a nice moment yes. and they had some sort of glory point. I like Adelaide. that, Brad. Yes. My pump up goes for the tight end. Uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs so in Travis Kelsey. So Travis Kelsey's just started going out with Taylor Swift. Yep. In that time, on the weekend, he was able to take seven catches at 69 yards, gain 300,000 Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. His merchandise sales went up 400%, mm-hmm. and he's now in the top five selling Guernseys in the NFL. Very good play beforehand, but yeah. now to have Taylor Swift by his side... Yeah. Wow, we. Yeah. Oregon is going to be a fleeting romance. Oregon, she's, she's going to leave him. No, I think it's legit and they love each other. Hey, my um, pump up is for the Brisbane <laughs> list manager, Dom Ambrosio. Brought in Lockie Neal and Charlie Cameron, two absolute superstars for the Brisbane Lions. Jack Payne, one of the most improved players in the competition. List management, crucial to go all the way in September. And Dom Ambrosio has done well. Right. In relation to Massimo D'Ambrosio. Is no, it the same spelling? No, it's not. But oh. it's not a bad pickup. He'll become a hawk too. Now, right, time for $100 play, Brownie. Uh, because you have been on fire and you won, you, you won our competition. Won. So, so well done to you. You won best bit of the weekend yes. and it got up. So yes. uh, well done. Now we're going to have a play with the Norm Smith medal. So these are the players I'm going with Here to break up 100 bucks. Dunkley. Yep. I'm going to have Quainer. I'm going to have Darcy Moore. I'm going to have Jack Crisp. I'm going to have Dacos to get my money back just as a saver. But Isaac Quainer. Ten bucks at eighties. Oh, I like that. Nice spread of options mm. there, Brownie. Very smart. What about you, Stevie well, J? What I've gone with Jay is just the hundred dollar play. So I've gone with the player that I think is going to win the Norm Smith Medal, Jordan Degoe. 
he looked on fire on the weekend. 30-plus yep. possessions. It would have been 40 if he wasn't off for eight minutes well, in the final quarter. I think he's going to be fresh, and he is going to dominate. I like it, Stevie J. I've gone for Jack Crisp, who's the running man, underrated, and also Charlie Cameron, if he gets off the chain. Brisbane Lions win. Nathan Brown, Steve Johnson, you've been fantastic. To all our production crew throughout all the year, thank you so much for all your help. This has been In the Back Pocket. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next year. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.